Good morning, America. Welcome to Monday, Back to Business Monday, October the 30th, 2023. The days, the hours, the minutes of October starting to slip away as we edge closer and closer to winter. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. Boss Big Show is on the radio at 107.1-99.7 FM on the Boss app. 1071theboss.com. Rochelle traveling today. Good morning, Uncle Ross. Hi. Always very proud of myself when I'm able to figure something without having to call our engineer. <laughs> we had something going on with Nick's microphone the first time out there, and yeah. I fixed it. Oh, that feels so good. Like Pretty little, cool. Like a little handy band. You mean to come in and um, well, fix your doorknob to your bathroom? I could probably do that for you, too. <laughs> I would doubt that strongly. I'm basically Bob Vila. <laughs> All the, right, let's not go too far. I got the beard and the pencil in my ear and everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe, how was the uh, Jets-Giants game uh, on the field yesterday? How did it feel? I, I, I wasn't. It, it's a Jet home game. Giant home game. I wasn't there. Oh, it's a giant home game. I get it. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I wasn't there. I was just watching it at my son's house with the grandson. We're sitting there and... It was it was the best worst game I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, do you have a tradition with uh, your grandson that uh, every time somebody scores, you do something? No, not yet. Well, first of all, nobody scored, so that didn't. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah but yeah, yeah. <laughs> just saying. What was the final score um, there yesterday? I know, so uh, thirteen ten in overtime. Yeah. Two Greg Zerline field goals right at the end. I tell you what, this uh, this kid is looking pretty good. Subbing in for Aaron Rodgers. Zach Wilson. Uh, all right. <laughs> I mean, considering that he, you know, really wasn't supposed to be the quarterback, I think he's doing a fairly good job, don't you think? I, mean, uh, I, yeah, I, I didn't yeah, watch you know it. I just saw some clips. Yeah, yesterday, he really didn't hurt them. Yesterday, I mean, it was just a bad day. Everybody played horrible, you know. And it was uh, Listen, as long as you was, win the, the game. The defenses are great, exactly. In the NFL, it's all about winning. You get a win, you move on. Yeah, doesn't matter. You know, five years from now, when they oh, look, the Jets beat the Giants. That's all. Nobody's going to care. It's just a win. So a win is a win. They're four and three, which I think is absolutely incredible. Well, that's what I'm uh, saying. Once, yeah, when Aaron Rodgers went down, I you know you didn't know what was going to happen. And being four and three, they they're in the same uh, they have the same amount of losses as as um, as uh, uh, Buffalo, and they're only one behind Miami now. So you know they're only a game behind. Well, a game and a half because they've they've played one less, but um, still in the loss column, they're only one back, which is great. So they're in the hunt. So I think you have a lot to be happy about, like I was saying. Oh, hell yeah. yeah Absolutely. Because, again, when the stats are out, 4-3 and three is 4-3. and three, and It doesn't matter what the score was. It's a win. Absolutely. So Absolutely. And, it and don't listen, matter. For the people that are Giants fans, I'm not necessarily a Jets fan. I just I know Joe gets excited, and it makes me happy <laughs> when he's happy. Because if Joe's happy, I'm happy. There you go. Yeah, I, you know, and again, after that <laughs> game yesterday, I, I, I had nothing to say, really. But, boy, Giants have work to do. I thought uh, I thought you and Kermit was, were uh, doing the game yesterday because I could have no. I could have used his help. You know, I, I'm mad at him. He and I were fighting all weekend, and yeah, I could have no, used yeah. his help because I had to, had to have the service guy come up to the place yesterday, and I was supposed to go out and uh, and judge the Halloween costume contest. So we left it to the boss roadies, who did a great job. But as yeah. I mentioned, we've got the Halloween uh, pictures up on our Facebook page. But I could have used a uh, a morning show personality. So if I'd known Kermit wasn't with you, I might have sent him down there. But I, I didn't realize it was uh, the Giants. Home field, then. yes, so. giant home game. Yep. yep. So he was. You could tell by it. by the stuff by all of the uh, sidelines said Giants on it. That's a <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I didn't turn the game on. I just was watching some okay. clips this morning when I got up, just so I could uh, intelligently speak to you. So yeah, the whole stadium is blue. That's how you tell it's uh it's it's Giants home game. I don't even want to tell you what I was watching last night. It's really. I don't know if it's embarrassing, what? but it's just so out of so random. I was watching the Mod Squad, watching oh. reruns of the Mod Squad. See, I thought you were going to cool. say an X-rated film. No, or something. yeah, something or, or yeah, that's not my thing. All right, 
That's How a good was the show. Mod Squad? It's great. You remember that show, Peggy Lipton? That's a seventies seventies classic. Yeah, she she wasn't bad. Not bad. It was, right. it was a fun show. It was all right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's I wasn't watching football yesterday, but yeah, anyhow, listen, right. Joe. I know you got to go do your other thing, but I got uh, I got some breaking news here for you this morning. Good. I've just gotten a uh, phone call. Brad Blanks will be on the program eight forty five this morning. Brad was out last night at the New Jersey uh, Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Mm-hmm. And he's got some audio, not only from the red carpet, but he's able to get to the head guy and speak to him about having oh, you inducted into the no, New Jersey he Hall of Fame. Didn't do that. <laughs> he certainly did. So Crazy we'll get him online. At, we'll get him on the line live, and then we've got the audio from the red carpet last That's night. That's going to be great. So uh, eight forty-five no, is not Ross. Ross, don't 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 encourage them. Also, we've got to get a Halloweeny. Yacht Rock song, so we're yeah, going to work I'm on that this on morning. It. How right? about go, just play Ghostbusters? Nah, well, see, that is not a Yacht Rock song, and you'd be upset if I picked that. How about um, how about Magic by Olivia Newton-John? That's a Halloween song? Oh, Magic is kind of spooky. It's got the sound effects. Oh, okay. All right. All right, fine. We'll, we'll work on this. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big one today, but we're going to be busy. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'm going to keep you hustling, pal. We really do have a busy one. All right, listen to this. Smithereens going to be at the Stone Pony November 24th. We will play your favorite and mine, Dead Guy in the Envelope. That's got kind of a Halloween-y feel this week. Yeah. Dead, ga- Dead Guy in the Envelope. I'm practicing my Reaper voice for the uh, Halloween Dead special. Guy. Yeah, that's pretty good. Halloween special tomorrow night. So we'll do that at 710. Those passes to see the smithereens. I mentioned Brad Blanks will join us about 845 with all that audio from the New Jersey Hall of Fame gala last night on the red carpet. He's talking to Gloria Gaynor. You remember I Will Survive? He's got David Chase, the guy that invented the or came up with the Sopranos. Wow. Uh, Tiki Barber. So there's some uh, heavy hitters. He's not plus the head of the organization who he uh, petitions uh, (laughs) to put Joe in there. And I'm just going to tell you right now, it didn't go so well. <laughs> so Brad will check in 845 this morning. That should be good. Plus, we'll do uh, a He Said, Ross Said. Right. At 750, we'll do the Fast Five birthday file. We'll check Mom Confessions. And I'm doing the Horrible Scopes. You will so. have Horrible Scopes in just a couple of minutes here. Uh, and we'll go to the Celebrity Hotline. We're talking to Matthew Lillard. You might remember him from Scooby-Doo, yeah. which is kind of Halloween-y. He played huh. Shaggy in the Scooby-Doo movies with um, Freddie Prince Jr. Wow. He also has a the number one movie in the country. He's one of the voices. It's a cartoon movie. Uh, Freddie something or his Fright Night Freddy or something. It's the number okay. one movie. It beat Taylor Swift this weekend. Wow. <laughs> All the kids are into this because it's okay. based on one of those video games. So we'll talk to Matthew Lillard. He's got a new spirit that he's promoting. It's a big thing that celebrities make their own booze. Yeah. I wish we could do that. <laughs> That'd be great. And then, no. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we could make our own booze. All right. Time now for the CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. They have an event. Your local business, an organization, a community group, a charity, putting on something fun for the neighborhood. Let us know about it. We do our best to share them every morning. About 620 and 835. You can text it in 732-774-4444. You can also go to our Facebook page, send us a direct message, or do it 1071theboss.com. Congratulations to Tom Cunningham. He had a huge weekend. Really? He was at Monmouth University uh, moderating a panel talking about the 50th anniversary of um, Bruce's album. And Springsteen was there. Nice. And then he had a big show yesterday from Bar A. If you missed it, if you heard it on the radio, you said, boy, that sounds like fun what they do there at Bar A. Yeah, it is. So, you know, he will be back on Sunday, November the 19th. 9 o'clock, uh, Bar A. Anticipation. 
in Lake Como. So just a little uh, heads up there and congrats again. Kudos to Tom on a big weekend representing the, uh, the boss with the boss. I love the fact that uh, Bruce was there. Yeah, that's great. Right there at Monmouth University. There's some pictures of that in addition to the goofy Halloween costumes up on our boss Facebook. Farmingdale annual walking ghost tour is happening tonight at 630. Gather and leave from the Farmingdale Municipal Community Center and walk through the town in search of spirits. Uh-oh. The tour is uh, not intended for young children, so it does get a little spooky. It's Farmingdale Recreation Commission on Facebook for all the info. Downtown Tom's River, Scarecrow Walk. That's a big deal every year. <laughs> really? Continues today through tomorrow night, all through downtown Tom's River. You can vote for the Scarecrow you like best. Wow. If I only had a brain. Bring your own sheet. Voting ballots are available to participating businesses. Well, those are ghosts, not scarecrows. Oh, sorry. DowntownTomsRiver.com for all the info. And the Halloween karaoke and costume party is happening at MJ's Restaurant and Bar and Grill. Uh, that's in Bayville. Starts at 7 o'clock tonight. Prizes for the best costume and best karaoke performance. MJRestaurant.com for more. And there you are. A couple of things we thought you, yes, you needed to know this morning on your friendly neighborhood CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. Sounds funny, every Halloween's all the same Kids stuffing sweets in their pie hole Trick-or-treating, collecting it up Just drives them insane Whether chocolate or marshmallow Yeah Cause it's candy Pixie stick dust the snorting yeah. Oh it's candy yeah. They'll be queasy tomorrow Congratulations to our big winner last night, our costume contest, part of that special boss listener-only screening we did of The Shining at the Marquee Cinemas in Tom's River. The winner, a nurse Joker, if you remember wow. uh, Heath Ledger's character from The <laughs> Dark Knight. I don't know if you saw any of these pictures on the Boss website uh, this morning, on the Boss Facebook page, <laughs> Raj, but I'll, uh, I'll bring up a couple of the pictures for you. The okay. pretty impressive uh, costume here. Take a look at this guy, man. That's pretty scary, isn't oh it? Oh, my God. Again, if you want to see him, follow along here. They're right on the boss uh, Facebook. Coming Just the in. makeup is incredible. Must have spent at least an hour or so doing yeah. that. Uh, second place was this guy in a top hat with oh. glasses, and he's <laughs> holding brains, and there's a lady who had a squid on her head or something like that, came in number three. Oh, God. So it was a pretty fun costume contest. <laughs> Last night, Marquee Cinemas, and again, it was a Nurse Joker got the $200 top prize, and we had a screening of The Shining, and I guess everything went uh, A-OK. So I was hoping to make it down there last night, but I had some, uh, been having stove troubles at the house. Oh, there's like a oh, gas. That's not good. There's a gas smell coming from the stove. Oh, and a guy came by and did it. Well, everything's fine. And then I went, well, no, it's not because now it stinks again. So he was last night. So I'm, yeah, I'm and, sure everyone really missed me at the costume contest. And you can't light a match at home either, no, <laughs> or pass gas. <cats> <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but I'm not much for those costume contests anyway. I mean, I would have thrown on a sport jacket, and that's about it. But okay, I don't think I've ever seen you in a Halloween costume. I mean, you're no. someone who posts a lot of pictures and such of yourself. But I, are you a costume guy? Yeah, no. <laughs> When's the last time you wore a Halloween costume? Probably when I was in high school or something. Does it really go back that far? Yeah. Wow. I'm trying. I, I was probably a kid. I'd say 10, 11 years old the last time I did it. 
I can't I can't remember the last time I did it to be honest because it was years ago <laughs> you know the la- I did uh try I did wear a purple sport jacket with a purple bow tie and I'm not sure what I was trying to do I had a party then I don't know if I was doing joker but did sure- you did you dress up for high school no see we did no uh that was that was one of the big things because everybody would come in costume and it was fun because you get to see, you know, what everybody thought of themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember people dressing up, but I never partook in that. Oh, okay. I'm goofy right. enough as it is. But certainly uh, impressive winning a $200 cash prize for his... Uh, he even looks like Heath Ledger. So, again, those pictures are up on the boss Facebook. He's one of the voice actors, stars a number one movie in the country, beat on Taylor Swift, the Eras tour over the weekend, believe it or not, at the box office, and Martin Scorsese's latest Five Nights with Freddy. It's Matthew Lillard. Matthew, good morning, buddy. How are you? Good, Robbie. How are you, man? I'm doing great. I'm uh, pleased to talk to you about this because we're going to talk about bourbon, which is certainly something I could talk about all day. Find Familiar Spirits is your new venture, and the first product that you're putting out is Quest N Whiskey. Oh, boy. So tell me a little bit about this. How did this come about for you, Matthew? Yeah. So, great question. So we, um, so about five years ago, I started a company called Beetle and Grimm's. Mm. And that company, we make high-end boxed editions of Dungeons and Dragons. With the success of that, my buddy Justin Ware, who's a screenwriter, saw the success of that and also saw the success of his high school friend, a guy by the name of Tim Sparapani, who was building a Blue One Spirits. And he, to his credit, was like, wait a second, high-end box edition Dungeons and Dragons, high-end spirit, is there a world in which we can combine the two? And that's what we did. Our whole thing is like, we have gone out and created a premium whiskey experience um, that celebrates and and brings to the gaming world um, an ongoing story. So Quest N has 16 different bottles in the whole run. That's over four years. And each bottle has a different character or class. So this is Paladin. Um, And there's a story, a saga, that continues throughout all 16 drops. We're bypassing traditional distribution model to a direct-to-customer. And so, yeah, so the whole thing has been very exciting. Well, I think uh, it's so cluttered in the spirit world, and even in the celebrity spirit world, you know, celebrities involved in companies, that you have to stand out. And I think people expect more than just a bottle on, on the shelf. And so, you know, what you're doing, bringing together uh, the fandom with a beverage, a uh, spirit that they'll love, is just a really great idea. So, you know, kudos to you for putting both of those things together. Yeah, thanks. I mean, look, listen, if I was Ryan Reynolds or The Rock or George Clooney, I'm sure... You know, I could rest on <laughs> rest on my celebrity, but I would use it more as a as a as a tool. Reality is that you know I'm a blue collar working class actor. I've been around for a long time, and while that does give me access to moments like these when we're having this conversation, it's not enough to move you know big units of, of whiskey. So our whole thing is how do we build something for fans um, and 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 celebrate them where they are. And this is just the first. The great thing about what we're doing is we think there's a viable model to for other fandoms. You know, we operate our company a little like a, a movie studio, right? A movie studio will go out and they'll do like a big action movie or they'll do a romantic comedy or a horror film. But we do the same thing with the whiskey community. Like, so so yeah. can you create different premium verticals around fandoms, whatever those fandoms may be in, we have a bunch of opportunities coming to us in 2024. We've, we're excited to, to sort of create 
next iteration of, of this business model going forward. Well, a couple of things here. Uh, I have to say, you might not be George Clooney, Matthew, but uh, when my, the people work here saw the cue sheet that you were going to be on, I can't tell you how many went, oh my God, the guy from She's All That, I love that guy. So you do have some pretty big fans. Yeah. I, I want you to know that. That's for sure. Thank you. Yeah. My ego now will take that. And I, I, always, I am one of those people that I don't, I don't listen to the good things. Uh, I've been in this town long enough, like, I don't listen to the good, I don't listen to the bad. I just try to be the best person I can be to as many people as possible. Yeah, that's a beautiful thing. And listen, you know, talking to you about this just for a couple of minutes here, your passion for this project is just, you're uh, you're going a mile a minute so I can tell how excited you are about it. And I think that uh, that makes all the difference when someone cares about what they're doing. The product is going to be good. So that's just another reason, uh, you know, check this out. Let me ask you a very specific question, though, when it comes to, you know, the process here. People hear whiskey, they hear scotch, they hear bourbon. And I think sometimes people are not sure what the difference is, you know, between the different brown spirits. What have you learned, you know, getting into this about those those differences? Uh, great question. I still, just to be clear, <laughs> the world in which I live, my, my focus, for me, my core driving, um, you know, purpose is to deliver for the fans. But I will say this. There's something that is beautiful about combining um, whiskey, which takes time and energy and, and care to cure it, right? You can make vodka in a, in a bathtub. <laughs> You're right. Whiskey has a story. You know, whiskey, the difference between what it tastes like on the top shelf of, of the rack versus the bottom shelf of the rack changes. And so there's like, there's a magic goes into creating whiskey that's really um, fantastic, and the same thing is true for Dungeons and Dragons. Sure. Well, it's uh, Quest Whiskey again, part of a uh, fine, familiar spirits brand new label that targets these uh, these different fandoms. Matthew, before I let you go, can I ask you a movie question? Oh, absolutely. As uh, as a radio announcer, of course, I'm always thinking about my voice, and I'll tell you, when I saw you in both the Scooby Doo movies as Shaggy, the thing I thought of is I've seen Matthew in some other things that is not his voice. I felt as though I felt nervous watching you that you were going to blow out your vocal cords when you go into some of those high pitch, you know, the, the squeals. Tell, is that true? Like when you were playing Shaggy, were you thinking to yourself, man, I, I got a scratchy throat throughout this whole filming? So I had never done the voice of Shaggy. I didn't, you know, as a normal sort of human being, I didn't walk around sort of practicing voices. I was flying down from Vancouver, and the only reason I say that is because I have this very clear memory of walking, I was shooting 13 Ghosts, I was walking around this block in Vancouver, and I was trying to figure out how the hell to do the voice. <laughs> and it wasn't until after about doing it for an hour, my voice started to get scratchy and tired. I'm like, oh, if I'm vocally tired, there's like a, there's like kind of a scratchy thing that you can do. This is man, you kind of did that. So I flew down to this audition, and I'm sitting in a car in the middle of this empty lot, and I'm screaming to myself, and I'm trying to break my voice. <laughs> and as I'm screaming, the director walked up and knocked on the window and said, you know, dude, are you okay? <laughs> no, I'm fine, I'm fine. I'm just trying to get the voice. So I did the voice um, that way that day. I got the job, and then I went off and figured out how to do it without destroying my, my vocal cords. So... Um, it's, you know, now I can do it. Wait, man, it's easy, dude. Like, I can flip into it in a second. So. Those movies are a lot of fun, but I was a nervous wreck because I was worried you'd be uh, eating bags and bags of recall uh, cough drops. Yeah, no, I, I thank God I didn't. <laughs> well, you're a good man, Matthew. Thank you for talking to us, and good luck with this. Yeah, and sort of talking about it makes a huge difference in our journey, so I appreciate it. Well, I appreciate you back. Thanks, man. What you did there, that's good. Snuck that in, huh? <laughs> that's awesome.
But, Ross, you did a big college reunion over the weekend. Yes. Georgia Tech in Atlanta, your alma mater. Right, and uh, the radio station there, WREK, Rec Radio. <laughs> You're yeah. one of the Recs That's at Rec Radio. Huh? Yeah. And uh, I was the editor of the newspaper, and then my final year, I went over to the radio station and did stuff with them. And the rest is history, huh? Yeah. So that was uh, that was back back in the day. Was it? <gasps> you mind if I say this? Was it the fiftieth anniversary? Yeah. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, mm. pretty cool. Now you had a, what a bioscience degree, something like that. I bioengineering. No. What was it? Well, I was in chemical engineering chemical for engineering. a long time, and then. Uh, also applied psychology. What are you doing at the radio station, man? You could have been making big bucks working for yeah. NASA. What are you doing at the radio station? Wow. Well, that's great. You take some good pictures. You had a picture with the uh, the mascot. Yeah. The bee. The Georgia Buzz. Tech bee. Buzz the bee. Buzz the bee. Yeah. That's awesome. That's a great mascot they have. It's a pretty Don't they have a dog, too? No. Oh, is that Georgia? That's yeah. Georgia. Oh, oh boy. sorry. Is that that's, your arch rival? That's the enemy. Yeah, I know. Sorry. <laughs> I was a travel. Everything all right? Was it easy getting yeah, back and forth? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, good. I took uh, Rochelle to Newark Airport on Saturday morning. I yeah. got up. I was a good husband. Get up. Get out of bed at 6 o'clock in the morning. And it's fine. Like, you check the roadway, and then it's like 30 minutes to the airport, right? So, Joe, we're um, I'm trying to think. Back? Of, no, this is where we're going. I'm trying to remember exactly where this was. Um, it's I think just after we get off of the uh, the parkway and you get onto the turnpike. You know what I'm talking about there? Yeah. Uh, just after, there's a cop car. That because there's no one on this, me and maybe one other guy, there's a cop car that comes out of the breakdown lane Uh-oh. and swerves in front of me. And then he starts zigzagging, doing like, a, Back and forth, like yeah, an S-curve. Right. And I'm like, what the hell is he doing? Is he trying to get us to slow down? And this goes on for uh, about a mile or so. And then Rochelle gets an alert on her phone and goes, the road is closed. Oh. Yeah. So the turnpike before exit 12, maybe just between 11 and 12, was closed. And so, you know what? I, there was a little thing. I said, I'm doing it. I did a U-turn. Flip did the little thing there. The cop, uh, yeah, right. And you know what they do when you go back to the toll plaza? Because I just gotten the ticket. Right. They charge you ten bucks fifty cents for that. Wow. I did not know that there was a charge. Because <laughs> <laughs> when I did the U-turn and the cop didn't come after me, I figured I got away with it. But the lady at the toll booth was like, "U-turn charge ten dollars fifty cents." Wow. So that stung a little bit. Good. Good. I'm glad. Well, He's I mean, not supposed the, to do that. That's I understand the that, law. but the, the alter- you lawbreaker. <laughs> is that? It's not against the law. Yeah, it is. You got a fine for it. Good. They should get. Good thing they didn't give you a ticket. It would have been like four hundred bucks. Come on, an illegal U-turn? Yes, that's a, it. Says emergency use only. It was an emergency. Rochelle needed to get to not. the airport, and I didn't want to was, sit in traffic. That's, that's not an emergency. An emergency. <laughs> Well, I, let me tell you, if she had missed that flight, it would have been an emergency for <laughs> well, for everybody involved. Yeah, good point. Good point. But still. Well, I did no, it, and then w- people must do it all the time, or they wouldn't have a procedure for it. Right. Idiots like you do that all the time. <laughs> wow. And you know, I, I got to tell you, this weekend, I, we were heading southbound on the parkway. We were going down to Linoka Harbor to get all the junk off the boat that we left on it. Yeah. And uh, we're driving down, and we get to 131, and it says uh, major construction ahead. Yeah. So I go, I said, all right, let's let's stay. Because everybody's GPS was telling me to get off at Route 9. So, of course, it's this big, giant, long line of traffic getting oh, yeah. off at Route 9. Yeah. So I said, you know what, let's keep going. So I kept going, kept going. And uh, we got to the art center, and it was stopped dead as far as you could see. Ugh. I mean, it was as bad as I've ever seen the Garden State Parkway. Wow. And so we end up getting off, and I know kind of a back way to uh, wiggle my way over to Route 34. And I did that and then took Route 34, which was a much nicer ride, by the way, with all the leaves and everything. It was sure. great. Uh, but um, but all these people cutting in, blowing up the shoulder, cutting in <laughs> and out of traffic. What does it do? It gets you two car lengths. 
You're not going to get that. Look up the hill. It's stopped dead as far as you can see. Why driving like an idiot? Why does that? Why does that get you? What does it do for you? Nothing. You're, you're an angry man. Oh, it drives Ross. That's the one thing that drives me absolutely insane. Yeah, it's like one of those things where you wish you you get one one free like broadside somebody. You know. <laughs> now, are you implying that I was driving like an idiot because I did a, a yes. illegal U-turn? You do a U-turn on the New Jersey Turnpike like that. That it's dangerous and it is. It is it is not the way you should be driving. There That's was wrong. nobody coming. I mean it, it was It doesn't matter. It's against the law. Well, I wasn't gonna let her be late for that flight because it would have well, ru- would have ruined my life. So I was willing to do now the t- other thing I was willing too- to do the time, okay? Well now right yeah. Now right now, as you get off at one thirty this is a mess. This this thing at one thirty five. It is yeah. just stopped dead. Um, just I have this camera up live here, and it's just uh, it's it's like it was on the weekend. Uh, and then we're coming back, and we hung out down there. Her brother shows up. Wait to hear this. Uh, so we're on our way back, and we start to head northbound. <laughs> and and I see again as we get up to the Driscoll Bridge, slow traffic one thirty one to one thirty seven. I'm like ah, oh, because we get off at one thirty five. So I'm coming north. I'm like ah, oh, no, not again. It was worse than it was going south. Nope. Stop dead right on up through 137. They're repaving. You know, they slow. do it on the over. I was, I was, I was ready to kill somebody. I was so angry. Well, but, I'm glad I brought all of this up. So, yeah, really. <laughs> no, but well, the only reason I bring it up because I'm sure there were a lot of other people who were stuck in it who know who who were out there listening this morning. Well, I, I'm showing no remorse. It was a disaster. I'm glad that I broke the law because I was not about to sit there and wait. Right. I was not about to listen to her miss her flight. So See, it's a shame you don't have an easy pass too, because then they would have banged you again on the. They would have probably got you worse on the easy pass. That's wow. fine. I'll pay the fine. It was worth it because it just would have been a nightmare if she'd missed that flight because. The kids had all kinds of stuff this weekend. So. All right, let it go. Well, but if they had pulled you over, you would have been, you know, nah, never mind. Four hundred dollar ticket. I hope. I hope. You know. I, I really. I just hope the next time you do it, you get they nail you. Well, listen, listen. It's not something I do on a regular basis. Just to be clear, I don't want you to think I'm uh, driving up the shoulder. You probably do that too. Well, I used to. <laughs> I haven't done that in a long time. I've yeah. mellowed out a little bit. You know, the drugs have uh, mellowed me out a little bit. But right now, it's time for a look at the week ahead. It's Ross with your Monday horrible scopes. All right, Aries. There's good energy for communicating your wishes today, even with some bumps or obstacles. It's a fine time to increase your sense of being on top of things, although you may need to deal with a feeling of being overwhelmed before you get to that point. Well, no doubt about that. Yeah. Taurus, somebody special could pop into your sphere today and impress you. It also makes sense to sort out and stabilize those areas that you know you can control and organize. It's a time for going the extra mile for people and projects you care about. I'll think about it. <laughs> yeah, right. Gemini, with the moon in your privacy sector and then in your sign today, you can be particularly interested in activities that renew heal and refresh as the day advances doing a bit of organizing even a small way can be especially satisfying cancer with the moon's move into your solar 12th house a gentler pace will suit you today extra effort put into mental or creative tasks can bring rewards and you're more likely to reach goals in ways that make you proud easy for you to say yeah not really <laughs> leo the moon moves into your social sector for a couple of days making you more invested in your friendships or happiness and uh, dreams Ooh. you might feel blocked or tied down as the moon clashes with saturn today i was never one of those guys that like to be tied down <laughs> not my thing it's just for a brief time. Oh, all right. All right, fine. 
Virgo, the moon moves into your solar 10th house and favors a goal-oriented mindset. Good energy is with you for feeling pleasantly connected to a project, idea, or person, and discovering or rediscovering ideas, projects, and even a person you love. Well, lovely. All right. Libra, as the day advances, you'll benefit from organizing or preparing your practical affairs, even in small ways. It can be both rewarding and comforting to take care of your future self in tangible and thoughtful ways. Hmm. Scorpio, letting off steam in constructive ways will bring you the most success today. And desire, not that kind of steam, oh, sorry. And desire to put things in order can help ground you. You're willing to take care of details or tidy up certain areas of your life. Yeah, let's get the Windex in here. Sagittarius, the moon moves into your partnership sector today, and you become more involved and approachable. You may be going out of your way to help someone out, and they're very likely to appreciate your efforts. Capricorn, early today, you're in a creative, easygoing move, but as the day advances, you're more likely to focus on problem areas. <laughs> You'll probably do better for yourself if you can handle the practical things and put them behind you. Aquarius, your work and health matters might benefit from a review or even a brainstorming session today. Give some thought to your life direction and long-term goals, and you can feel fired up for creating new plans in these areas. Well, isn't that nice? And finally, and Pis finally, Pisces. Good energy is with you for focus and concentration. As the day advances, you may want to handle the areas over which you have control and try not to worry as much about the things that you can't. Hmm. I always try to handle the areas and I'm slapped across the face. <laughs> yeah. And those are your Monday Horrible Scopes. All right. Thanks, Rod. It's our big annual Halloween sale at the Halloween Shop with items guaranteed not to get you fired for being insensitive or offensive. Try our non-gender conforming, religiously ambiguous ghost costume this year. It comes in red, green, black, purple, and white gilt. Or how about our female empowering, sexy Ruth Bader Ginsburg outfit? Show off that beach bod while shattering glass ceilings. Need snacks for your upcoming Halloween party? Try our farm-to-table non-conforming candy-imitating gray blocks made from organic oatmeal milk made by reformed South American convicts getting paid $75 an hour. Guilt-free for the belly and the soul. Also, we've changed our name this year from the Halloween shop to the non-denominational pagan-based holiday celebration shop. Have fun without getting fired this year. Visit one of our 25 locations that most of the year are abandoned storefronts. Uncle Ross Britton is in here today. Rochelle is uh, traveling, so she'll be off for a couple of days. Boy, shocking oh, news. a couple uh, of days. Yeah, a oh. couple of days. Yeah. yeah. I uh, may be in tomorrow depending whether my jury duty comes off or not. That's right. Oh, we'll no. Yeah. So we don't know what's going on with that yet. Yeah, she's got the, uh, it's her year to do trick-or-treating, so she's... Uh, she got him for a couple of days, so she's on mom duty for a few days. That'll be so much fun yeah. for her. And I said, good, go do that. I'll be here. <laughs> <laughs> That's not my deal. I mean, I've done it with them before, a couple of years ago, but I, haven't, I don't like doing that that much. Kind of shocking news over the weekend uh, about Matthew Perry. We lost him uh, at age 54, as I'm sure you've heard by now. Just reading some of the celebrities that have had uh, comments about that. I thought the one that kind of went, oh, man, that's sad is uh, Morgan Fairchild, who played his mom oh. on Friends. She said, my TV son gone way too soon. Heartbroken. Can't believe it. It just uh, gets you all choked up. And there's been people have been posting uh, 
you know, different images and gifts and these sort of things. They got a picture of the whole group of them, I think. They all look very young, so it looks like it's from the first season. Right. And I know if you saw it, you'd know this picture of the Friends cast. They're all kind of running along, holding hand, jump like you're going to jump down a flight of stairs or something, and they've mm-hmm. got him grayed out like a ghost. It just oh. That's oh. really sad. Really sad. <laughs> Man. Well... At least we've got the reruns forever and ever and ever. Right? Yeah. Yes. You'll never get done with the Friends reruns. Way too young. There's a new uh, Mexican eatery coming here to the Great Garden State that wants to set a Guinness World Record. Mexamoto Cucina Mexicana and Tequila Bar is opening in Metuchen in a couple of days, November really? the 9th. Wow. And they're looking to uh, set the gold record or set the Guinness World Record by offering more tequila than any other Mexican restaurant in the Northeast. Oh, yeah. Oh, They've got over 1,000 different tequilas. Holy cow. Uh, it's an unofficial record now, but uh, they've made it a, an application to uh, break the world record for most agave, a.k.a. tequila, spirits. So good wow. luck to that brand new restaurant Wow! in Metuchen. <laughs> Just what Metuchen needs. Just what Metuchen needs. <laughs> More tequila. More tequila, baby. <laughs> All right, now listen. Matthew Perry will not be the dead guy in the envelope because that's tacky. Too fresh. And it's too, too fresh. fresh. I mean, he's still room temperature. And by the way, right. they, apparently the autopsy is being delayed because they need more evidence from the scene, so I wonder if the plot thickens here and there's more to the story than Uh-oh. we know so far. I don't, I don't know. They were saying Ooh. it didn't look like there was foul play or anything, but it sounds like, I, I don't mean to be coarse, but it sounds like a Whitney Houston situation where he was drinking and, and uh, slipped into the tub and drowned. You know, that's, it seems to be, if you read the story, that's what, ha- that's what happened to Whitney, right? So, wow. I don't know. But anyway, listen, people always assume that when there's a story in the news and I'm going to go, that well, Matthew Perry would not be the dead guy in the envelope. You know how this works? We have the uh, name on a little spool of paper of a deceased celebrity from some realm of show business, of stardom. I love this. Of celebrity. It uh, could Mm -hmm. be from the movies, could be an athlete, could be a television star, Broadway star, singer. You just never know who might be the dead guy in the envelope. Playing this morning, first person who can correctly positive ID him for tickets. Go see the smithereens at the Stone Pony on November 24th. Dead guy in the envelope, Halloween edition. Ooh. Question number one, Uncle Ross Britton. Does Halloween have anything to do with the dead guy? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. All right. So it could be Michael Jackson. It could be, but it is not. <laughs> okay. It is not Michael. Hmm. Uh, is this a guy? Yes. Okay. Um, and he's already dead. Did he die in the <laughs> 60s? Uh, no. Was he elderly when he died? No. Oh. Let me just be clear. I don't want to confuse anybody. He didn't die young. You know, not a shocking death like a Matthew Perry. Yeah. But I wouldn't say he was elderly either. So okay. the age at which he died today, many, most would probably say, wow, it's not that old. Did he die on Halloween? No. Okay. Hmm. But, he, but he did die in October. Oh. Was he in horror movies? Yeah. Oh. So he was a movie star. Yes. Hmm. Making some progress here. Trying to think of all these horror guys that are dead. (laughs) Not necessarily known for only horror. Again, I don't want to send you down the wrong path here. Okay. But he did he die in the horror film that he was in? (laughs) I'm sure he died in one of them, yeah. A lot of movies. Joe? A lot of movies. A lot of movies. Oh, okay. I was going to say Rod Serling, but obviously not. Nope. Hmm. I I I've got nothing. <laughs> Boris Karloff. Nope, not Boris Karloff. Good guess. Should we do a little recap of what we know here? Yeah. So he is a movie star. Did not die in the '60s. 
died, uh, you know, wasn't a young man, but uh, certainly wasn't elderly either. So died probably uh, earlier than we uh, we all would have hoped. Uh, many, many movies, known for some horror movies. Has a connection to Halloween, as mm. a matter of fact. Um, mm. Many, many films over the years. Mm. Some of them Halloween films. I mean, I don't know if they're Halloween was films. It, I just know that he was in some movies you might consider to be a scary was it movie. Vincent Price. No, that's another good guess. I will say you're of the uh, the right generation here. Oh, okay. Well, he was born in 1911, so that kind of <laughs> Vincent yeah. Juan was. Cheney Jr. Nope. Boris Karloff. No, you said that already. Oh. Bella Still, Lugosi. Nope. You should, you, again, I didn't want to send you down the the path of there being. It's not necessarily a horror. Actor. Mm. This guy did many, many things beyond just horror, but there is a Halloween connection and he did do some movies you might consider to be thrillers or horror movies. All right. Does that make sense? Yeah, I guess. Why don't we do this? Let's open up the phone line here. 732-774-4444. First person to correctly identify today's dead guy in the envelope wins smithereens tickets for the Stone Pony. Yeah. Asbury Park, November 24th. That's a great group. Yeah. And the lead singer they've got working with them now is a guy who used to be the lead singer of uh, Gin Blossoms. Oh, really? Uh, so I wow. think you get some Gin Blossoms hits, too. Ooh. 732-774-4444. Dead guy in the envelope. While you're thinking about that, why don't we go ahead and do some hashtag mom confessions. Rush has that envelope. Yeah. <laughs> He's got the envelope with all the mom confessions we pulled from the socials. We read them all down after we searched that hashtag, because Rush can't see the screen. That's hashtag MOM mom confessions. Tough being a mom. We share them right here every morning about 720 and 920 or so. Jennifer Lizza says, true love is standing in the Halloween store the night before Halloween with a smile on your face as your five-year-old picks out a cooler costume. Yeah, that's right. Mom, I wanted cooler costume. (laughs) Yeah, not the one that you bought me. Let's spend another $75. (sighs) Also on Mom Confessions, uh, from at Marcy G, my four-year-old said a ghost doesn't have a butt, (laughs) but they have a booty. That's right. Yeah. So, looks like he's getting a jump on everyone else with his Halloween joke material. It's funny, in Mom Confessions, we're getting a dad joke. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> and at Mama Jesse C says, When I was a kid, my mom told us witches snatch up kids on Halloween night to sacrifice them to the devil. Oh, Jesus. And that's why I needed to be home earlier. Yeah, I'm sure you did. <laughs> yeah. My f- but. But now that I'm a parent, I'm 99.6% sure she said that just because she wanted to eat our candy and oh. go to bed early. Well, that would all make sense then. <laughs> there they are. Hashtag mom. Confessions. Every morning, 72920. Nice to have some Halloween theme ones this morning. My, my favorite Halloween dad joke, yeah. in case you're wondering, is uh, where does uh, Count Dracula work? Where does where? he go to work every day? At the Venpire State Building. Uh, oh, uh, 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 uh. God. <laughs> Shoot me now. Dead guy in the envelope. Let's go to line one. Take a guess. Christopher Lee? No, that's a good guess, but no, it is not Christopher Lee. Wow. Let's do a little recap of what we know again. Try and get you closer here. Phone lines open, 732-774-4444. Plan for these smithereens tickets for the Stone Pony, November 24th. Uh, Known for many, many movies, but yes, some of them kind of scary-ish movies. Uh, He does have one major connection to Halloween, though. Uh, Died not in the 60s. We haven't decided what decade he died in but he did die fairly young not not too old but not not a young young guy yeah so it couldn't be peter laurie because he died in 1964 that's right now peter laurie hi it's a boss hi is it gene wilder nope not gene wilder you were thinking young frankenstein right yeah that's a good guess hi it's a boss 
I Alfred I'm sorry, one more Alfred time. Hitchcock. Alfred, Alfred Hitchcock. Hitchcock. Alfred Hitchcock. No, not Hitchcock. No. No, nope. remember this is a guy known for acting primarily. Uh, Hi, it's a boss. Anthony Perkin. No. Nope. These are good guesses, though. Yeah. I think I've thrown people off with mentioning that there's a Halloween connection. There's one thing that this person is known for that has a real Halloween connection, and that is not a movie. Oh, really? Not, not a movie. Okay. But he was in many, many movies, both as a director and as an actor. I'll give you a little hint here. And mm-hmm. yes, some of them are a little spooky. 732-774-4444. Hi, it's the boss. Dead guy in the envelope. What do you think? Uh, Sid Hanks. Sid Hanks? Hague, H-A-I-G. That is not who it is. I'm not sure who that is, to be honest with you. You stumped me on that one, but no, that is not correct. Wow. Hi, it's a boss. Hi, I'm Vincent Price. Vincent Price is a great guest, but no, it is not Vincent Price. Remember, it's not just horror movies. Vincent Price did horror movies. This guy did some scary movies, but not just scary movies. I just want to be clear. I'll give you another hint. Was married for a time to a famous actress of the golden era of Hollywood. Huh. Anything else you want to know while we're siphoning through the phone calls here? No, it doesn't help me at all. <laughs> I will tell you, I'll, I'll try and help you out another little bit here. You asked, was he, did he die in the 60s? Before this, he died in the 80s, in the 1980s. Okay. 732-774-4444. Working on our dead guy in the envelope for tickets to see the smithereens. At David the, uh, Lynch? Nope, David Lynch is a good guess, but nope, not David Lynch. Okay. Hmm. Also, I mentioned also a film director. Yeah. Very well known as a film director, so that's a big hint for you. Let's try this one. Hi, it's the boss. Is he for Carla? Nope, nope. We had that guess already. Hi, it's the boss. Yes. Um, that guy in the envelope? Yeah. Uh, Wes Craven? Oh, okay. I that think he's good. I think he's alive, though, isn't he? Good guess, too, yeah. yo. <laughs> but good guess. Oh, Guillermo del Toro? No, he's alive also. Oh, sorry. I will tell you that his famous, most famous connection to Halloween, of all things spooky, which is why he has been selected as today's dead guy. Here we go. Has to do with the radio. Has to do with the radio. That's how far back into show business he goes. Wow. Into the golden age of radio. I think uh, Kermit said, Nick just said 8.30. I think he meant 7.30. Yeah. So if you were confused. Yeah. No, you're not late. He doesn't know what he's talking about. It's 7.36, <laughs> not 8.36, I guess. <laughs> I didn't catch it, but that's that was... That's what he said. Dead guy in the envelope. Hi, it's a boss. Dead guy in the envelope. Hello? Hi. Hi, is it the guy who played in the Partridge family? Nope. No Partridge family. Oh, connection. all right. Is it my ex-husband then? <laughs> no, it is not your ex-husband. Uh. No. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's the boss. Hello? Hey. Hey. Jimmy Stewart. Nope, not Jimmy Stewart. Nope. Hi, it's the boss. Hi, is it Orson Welles? It is Orson Welles. Oh, my God. Yes. Nice. Orson Welles is well the dead guy done. in the envelope. You probably get the hint when I said radio. On Halloween night, 1938, he did The War of the Worlds. Oh, I was, did. Was known for all kinds of movies, including some scary ones, but it's best known. Some people say the greatest movie of all time, Citizen Kane. Okay. Orson Welles, the dead guy in the envelope. What's your name? Rob. Rob, you get tickets to see the smithereens at the Stone Pony November 24th. Nice job. Thank you. All right, hang in the line. We'll get all your info and get those to you. Dead guy in the envelope, Orson Welles. That was a good one. Died in 1985.
Remember, they used to make all kinds of jokes about him because he was kind of a rotund fella. Yeah. And uh, led to him passing away at the age of 70. I mentioned he wasn't very, very old, but he wasn't a wasn't a young guy either. So, there, a dead guy in the envelope. Nice job, my friend. I want to mention, uh, speaking of our buddies, Brad Blanks was on the red carpet last night, the New Jersey Hall of Fame Gala. Yeah. Talked to a bunch of famous people, including David Chase of The Sopranos, Gloria Gaynor, Tiki Barber, and the guy that runs the Hall of Fame. We will find out whether or not... That guy thinks uh, Joe has any chance of getting in the New Jersey <laughs> Hall of Fame. Brad Blank's joining us live, and he's got that audio from the red carpet last night coming up about uh, 8.45 this morning. Time now for Robbie and Rochelle's Fast Five. Five big old trending stories. Such you needed to know, being in the know from number five to number one. We'll start at number five, counting down today. Reminder, stay in touch with us on all the socials. We are at Robbie and Rochelle Radio. We are at 1071 the boss and you can get us wherever you get podcasts or right there on our page 1071theboss.com number five well here's a spooky halloween kind of story there's a woman goes into the urgent care and says man i got this real pain in my ear ear well then she posts a video after she finds out exactly what was causing that ear pain and it's well they confirmed that there is something in my ear she goes there's something in there it's not a moth i am so embarrassed first of all because that's so gross and a clean person it's an uneasy feeling. <laughs> it was a spider. Oh, my God. Oh. There, there was a black widow spider in her ear. Can you imagine that? Wow. How, I wonder if it went in while she was sleeping or something like that. That's, that sounds like what might happen. That's a. Uh, that's what they assume the case is, but that can be uh, deadly if it were to sting you, oh, especially yeah. uh, internally. Uh, here's a little more, another follow-up on this. Like a hundred other people want to see a picture of the spider. I wanted nothing to do with it when it left. Yeah, so small little black fuzzy jumping spider. Oh, all right. Comments telling me I'm a really great storyteller. Literally means so much to me. Also, you guys blowing up the video. I'm in the creator fund. I have no health insurance, so. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. She posts the video. And she's like, you know what? Let's turn this into a money-making operation. Well, I get that. You imagine being that doctor. You're an ear doctor. That's not your job to deal with bugs. No. Oh, my God. Can you see it crawling out or something? Oh, God. Oh. But, I mean, it must happen because they've dealt with dealt with this before. It's like, oh, yeah, let me get the little tweezers. You got a spider in your ear. Spider. Happy Halloween. Number four, speaking of uh, spooky fun and spooky song, we got to do uh, Yacht Rock <laughs> Halloween edition. Right? Ooh. Uh, it will not be Michael Jackson's Thriller. I think we can all agree that Thriller is not a Yacht Rock song. But no. what if it was a bluegrass song? There's a guy who's turned it into a bluegrass song, and it's trending. Take a listen to Thriller if it was bluegrass. <laughs> Wow. It's like, remember Hee Haw? It's like if Hee Haw did Thriller. Wow. <laughs> Let it go. Minnie Pearl comes out with a little, uh, <laughs> little tag on her hat. Yeah. Number three, according to a new study, New York City is the number one spot to spot a vampire. The number one city to spot a vampire. Chicago comes in second. Columbus, Ohio, number three. The study is based on how many people... Uh, Live in the area, how many blood centers there are, slaughterhouses, and casket suppliers. Oh. Well, that's pretty gross. Depended on those three factors Yeah, and the total population, uh, they figured out that New York City comes in number one. I would have thought that di- my divorce lawyer's office would have been the number one place to find a blood-sucking <laughs> vampire, but... <laughs> I broke it off before we actually tied the knot, too. Yeah. Still cost me a fortune. So wrong. Bonus, bonus story. Play the thing again, Kermit. Thank you. There's a Japanese tech company that's released what they call a real-life, state-of-the-art Transformer robot. You know Transformers? Yeah. They can buy it for about $3 million. It's 14 feet tall. Holy cow. It weighs 3.5 tons and moves at about 6 miles per hour. 
So it's perfect for the fan of Transformers, or it can actually help you around the house. How great would that be, standing outside your house on Halloween? Yeah. 14 feet tall. Oh, my God. That's, people are going to just assume that it's uh, a prop, but it's an actual robot. Wow. If you're the dummy spending $3 million on that. Optimus Prime. Yeah. <laughs> Not going to happen. Number two, Jason Momoa briefly reunited with his high school girlfriend over the weekend. You know who I'm talking about here, Aquaman? Yeah. Uh, he was in his hometown in Iowa promoting his vodka brand. As a lot of these celebrities, they do this now. They get the vodka, they get the gin. Uh, his ex-girlfriend, who he dated when he was 17 years old, waited in line at his meet and greet to say hi. They hugged, took a picture, and she left. And that's it. I wonder if he recognized her oh, right yeah. away. No, you, you know. can tell that they recognize each other. He's like, oh, hey, good to see you. Yeah, yeah, yeah thanks for coming out. How's everything? Great? Good. Good to see you. Wow. Boom, and she's gone. Because otherwise, there's two very large very large bodyguards right behind <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah. Move her right along. Bonus, bonus, bonus story for you. The state most likely to have a sexy Halloween costume, Mississippi. Mississippi? I would have never guessed that. South Dakota comes in number two, followed by Alabama, Arizona, Arkansas, and then uh, South Carolina. One in five. And they're showing some skin in their Halloween costume in those states, and it goes from there. Showing some skin? Mm-hmm. These are adult Halloween costumes. Yes, course, I guess yeah. they are. <laughs> <laughs> These are sexy Halloween. Well, I suppose you could be a caveman or something like that. Not necessarily a sexy costume, but yeah, I'm sure there are a lot of people that like Jason Momoa to be in a <laughs> sexy, yeah. revealing a lot of skin in his Halloween costume, including his ex-girlfriend who was quickly escorted out. You know? And let's move on. Yeah, okay. <laughs> How about this bonus, bonus, bonus story? We always say it's Florida. It's always Florida. Florida. The uh, first ever Florida man games are set for February 24th in St. Augustine. That's the home, supposedly, of the Fountain of Youth. I'm not making this up. These are men only are allowed to participate. The events include the Beer Belly Sumo Wrestling Championship. Oh, The Evading Arrest Obstacle Course. Now, that's kind of cool. And a race to see who can remove a catalytic converter, catalytic converter from a car the fastest. Wow. The Florida Man Games, February 24th, St. Augustine, sure to be on ESPN. Yeah. Joe Buck will be calling that thing (laughs) because it's always Florida. Florida. Number one, four cups of coffee a day might help present frailty in old age, according to a new study. Doing Tai Chi can slow down the progression of Parkinson's. And here you go, Viagra or Cialis, the boner pills, might might slash the risk of Alzheimer's by up to 60% because it improves blood flow throughout the body, not just to your wiener schnitzel. Yeah. Wow. Can help prevent Alzheimer's. All right. I guess I'll have to invest. And when you think about it, <laughs> you think about it, if you're taking Viagra, yeah. you want to remember, like, who is this woman? <laughs> who is that? Oh, stop it. You don't want to have Alzheimer's and then be ready to go for four hours at a time. You know wow. what I mean? We're, have we met? <laughs> Monday, world-famous celebrity birthday That file. is so wrong. Sports Illustrated model Ashley Graham, 36. Remember, she was the first plus-size cover model, 36 yes. today. Ivanka Trump, 42. That's the Donald's uh, daughter, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Matthew Morrison, 45. Gavin Rossdale, Gwen Stefani's ex, and he's the front man of that alternative band, Bush, right. 57. Hey, the Fonz is 78 today. Grace Slick from Starship, Jefferson Airplane. She's celebrating. So is Otis Williams. He's the last original member of The Temptations. He is 82 today. Yep. 82. Wow. Happy birthday, Otis. Today is National Candy Corn Day. Do you get into the candy corn? You like all candy. You're a real sweet I like but... candy corn. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. I just think it's, oh, like earwax. 
Like about the spider in the ear. It's like earwax. I can't no, you those. have to buy it, put it in a bowl, and let the kids take some as they come by. I, I can't. I don't like candy corn at all. All right, fine. I do like the Smarties, and a lot of people think those taste like uh, yeah, like an antacid, but oh. I, I like them. Does it taste like Tums? National Haunted Refrigerator Day today. Oh. Whatever the hell that means. It means when you open the door, something jumps out. <laughs> yeah, something's a little scary. <laughs> <laughs> we got some meatloaf that's been in there quite some time. Oh. Haunted Refrigerator Day. By the way, how fabulous was the weather? Uh, I know Ross was in Atlanta, so it was probably yeah. hot down there. But, Joe, how great was the weather on Saturday? Oh, it's great. Man, it was I, a beautiful day to sit in traffic on the parkway. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting out there sunning myself. It was just uh, primo. Uh, if you missed a resolution, by the way, congratulations to Rob Kalaski, who correctly identified Orson Welles yeah. as the dead guy in uh, the envelope. Okay. Get those tickets. That's good. The, uh, no, it's a good. That's a good one. Smithereens, Stone Pony, November twenty fourth. All right, Halloween edition. We've been teasing it all weekend. Yacht Rock Monday, every Monday morning, seven forty five. Right. So I wanted to do a song that had some sort of uh, spooky, eerie deal to it. I'm, I think we're going to go with this. We're going to go with Magic by Olivia oh. Newton John. All right. How do you feel about this? Is it right? Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Great song. Love yeah. the song. Right, go ahead, Owen J. We are magic. Yeah, it was from the movie uh, Xanadu, wasn't it? Magic? Yeah, I believe so. it was, yeah. Ah. All right, Halloween Yacht Rock Monday. I think that's plenty of that. <laughs> it's He Said, She Said yes. on Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. Yes, indeed. All right. A Halloween song, and there's a lot of them, might yeah, uh, might fit this. And Joe, we want to get your opinion on this as well. What makes you roll your eyes every time you hear it? That doesn't have to be a song, right. but I get a feeling a lot of people are going to answer with a song. Every time you hear this sound, you hear this, makes you roll your eyes. Right. I'm too sexy. Uh, you're going with a song, huh? <laughs> that would be mine, yeah. Now... Text from uh, 9775 says, I'm a chef and I cannot stand it when someone's complaining about the word moist. Well, I'm sorry. How else am I just supposed to describe the cake? Here's your wet, mm. soggy cake. Is that better? Okay. Joe, how do you answer that? Um, that song that you love, that Boris Pickett song. See, I knew you were going to say that. I, I knew it. I can't stand I hear it one time Monster and I'm into it. It's great. Yeah. I hear it more than that. Oh, my. This is awful. And then you get the parody songs, which are even worse, because they're more horrible than the original. Oh. As a matter of fact, uh, yesterday, our friend Tom Cunningham played the Springsteen's version of Monster Mash. He does that for me every year. See, now that would be show. cool. It was that cool. That would be cool. It was cool. Bobby Boris Pickett, once I met him, that completely ruined it for me. Why? What was wrong with meeting Bobby Pickett? Yeah. Mm, weirdo. Well, I mean, I'm sure he's came up with a Halloween song. You figure he's going to be a quirky guy. Oh, and he made a fortune on it too. I'm sure. I'm sure his grandkids yeah. are yeah having no problems at all. Driving Corvettes. Yeah, they play it every year. He makes money on it every year. Yeah, yeah going to Harvard. Now, listen, it could be a song, but you say makes you uh, roll your eyes every time you hear it. Um, I mean, I think I'm probably going to go with. I mean, there's a lot of them here. I'm trying to narrow it down a little. Because there's a fine line between the nails and the chalkboard, something that makes you go, ooh, <laughs> and then something that makes you roll your eyes. Like, right. you're just sick of hearing it. But I, I do, anything that is politically correct kind of makes me roll my eyes a little bit. Okay. You know, when the people do, they're like, you know, that's really, that's offensive. Makes me roll my eyes a little bit. Mm-hmm. 
So I don't like that. I think we should be able to say whatever we want, make as many jokes as we want about it, whatever, you know? Yeah, but mm-hmm. you should name a song that you really... Does it, it doesn't have to be a song, though. Oh, okay. I'll tell you what, uh, again, this is something that irritates me, but I mentioned it before, there's certain celebrities, and Russell Brand is the first one that comes to mind when he speaks. Sophia Vigari is another one. When she speaks, this makes me go, oh. <laughs> And you roll your eyes. Oh, God, I can't stand him, you know? So what makes you roll your eyes every time you hear it? Right. 732-774-4444. Now, if we're picking a song, a song that makes me... I'll tell you what, anything about Taylor Swift makes me roll my eyes. And I like Taylor yeah. Swift. We've talked about this. I li- I've, I've spent time with her. She's she's very nice. She's beautiful. She's beautiful and talented. She's got everything going on, but enough, okay? And all the talk about, is she at the game, is she not at the game? I don't care. <laughs> you know, I don't care. I mean, yeah, it's cool okay. if she's at the game. It's fine, but I don't care. <laughs> makes me oh, roll my cute. eyes. Now. It's just It's just too much. It's cute. You're just a contrary old man. Anything about TikTok. All these, oh, look there at this, you go. Look at this video on TikTok. I don't care. Makes me roll my eyes. And it's fine if you like it. I'm not interested. That's all, all right. I'm saying. Fine. Traffic makes me roll my eyes once I blow a gasket. So it's getting, oh my God. That's, oh, there it is. Look at the flashing lights oh, up ahead. I know. You know? I know. That's why that, you go around you. and go the wrong way on the uh, It went pipe. well. I did an illegal U-turn. There is a difference. I am the worst person in the world when it comes to sitting in traffic. Because I never have to do it because I'm always traveling, (laughs) you know, and once I get stuck in it, I first of all, I get mad at myself for not knowing about it. And then and then I just it just drives me crazy. I just I can't stand it. 732-774-4444. How do you answer this? Well, here here you go, Robbie. What's this? Now, why would you do that? That's just unnecessary. (laughs) I don't want to hear this song. (laughs) Don't need to hear this song. Wow. No, you don't like that one? It's not that I don't like it. It's just, uh, all right, again, Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift. How about this one? No. (laughs) Stop it now. All right, what makes you roll your eyes every time you hear it? I mean, for the love of God, I've been trying to get out of this for about two minutes now. He just. And what about this? That's fine. That's fine. (laughs) Makes me roll my eyes a little bit. Oh, man. He said, Joe said. I what? think you're trying to. I, you know what? I think you're right. I think it's starting to get a little much. Yeah. But you know, I mean, the TV, the, the TV networks don't need to put her up every time no. she's at a football game. Seven three two seven seven four forty four forty four. Call us or text us. Answer on Facebook. <laughs> we'll get to those next. And it's all presented by Lombardi Plastic Surgery Center, the number one injection oh. office in New Jersey. Online LombardiPlasticSurgery.com. Dressed like the clan On your front door they're knocking Keep coming back till it's all gone When that doorbell rings Better not give them pennies Or they'll toilet paper your front lawn Little hands Reaching out Trick or treat They're begging you Sweet candy time Jack-o'-lanterns on your front stoop 
1071 The Boss 99.7 FM on the Boss app. 1071theboss.com too. A lot of people stream through their phone in the car. Yeah. That way you never, you go onto a bridge and overpass or something, you never get any interference, which is kind of nice. Yeah. Modern technology. Imagine that. Uncle Ross is here this morning too. Phone lines open are, he said. Ross said. And she said, and Joe said, and what do you say? <laughs> yeah. What makes you roll your eyes every time you hear it? 732-774-4444. Here you go, oh God. Yeah. Oh my God. Could be frustration, could be annoyance. Yeah. Even exhaustion. Sure. 732 <laughs> 744444 to call or text, or you can answer on Facebook. Ross, there's a couple of text connect answers there. All right. Uh, Carrie says, when people use and go on Facebook. And go. Yeah. Uh, so annoying. Okay. And Brian, when my wife says, I'll be ready in five minutes, and you know you have time to watch a Lord of the Rings marathon before she's actually ready. <laughs> there's, some, there's some truth to that, okay? <laughs> There's some truth to that. What makes you roll your eyes every time you hear it? All right, let's do a couple of Facebook answers. Susie says, uh, nobody seems to want to work anymore. <laughs> I would I would agree that there are the people that want to just work from home. Because I don't care what you tell me, that is a racket where people are working from home because you don't have to get dressed. You don't have to be any place. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's true. It's a different deal. There's a certain discipline that having to get up and get going and get into work. I think it's a bad thing that we're letting people work from home. On the other hand, if you have young kids or stuff that you have to do before you go to work, yeah, you know, I, know. I mean, I get that. I mean, that is true, but I just think that it, it allows for slacking off, and it's not fair to people who are going into the office. So right. generally, extenuating circumstances aside, I'm not a big fan of people working from home. I Fine. know I've said that before. Let it go. Pam on Facebook <laughs> says, when someone goes, my bad. Oh, yeah. Doesn't like that expression. I, I can understand that. Rosemary, someone has a, an excuse saying, oh, gee, my alarm just didn't go off. Ed says he's sick of hearing about getting booster shots, whether it's for the flu or COVID or whatever it is. He's sick of go get your shot. I'm yeah. over 65 and I don't care. All right, Ed. What makes you roll your eyes every time you hear it? A text from 5002 says, people saying, I'm just being honest. I tell it like it is to defend being an a-hole. <laughs> I'll give you one more here. Uh, Scott, Scott T. Krause goes, any Michael Bolton song makes my eyes roll, <laughs> makes the vomit boil. <laughs> Poor Michael Bolton. I happen to think he's got a fine voice. You spent time with Michael Bolton. He's a yeah, very nice guy, is he, he is not? He's a nice guy. Shame on you, sir. What makes you roll your eyes every time you hear it? 732-774-4444. Call us, text us, Facebook us. Are you going to play a Michael Bolton song now? Oh, I don't know. If we, I, don't, I don't know if we would have any, but if I could find it, I would. I don't know if we have any Michael Bolton. There's a nice job with When a Man Loves a Woman. There's a whole yeah, bunch of those. Okay. <laughs> also going to say a big congratulations here to Charles in Eatontown. Right about this time on Friday morning, he was a bonus winner. He won $137 on the radio a couple of days ago. Yeah. But then he entered the, for the bonus on the website, High Low Free Money Game at 1071theboss.com. And he's a big cash winner. Won a bonus, 1007 bucks. Wow. I mean, that's a lot of dough. Yeah. So nice job for uh, Charles. Keep track of the music and win. The music monitor is coming to the boss soon. Free, more free money. It's he said. Ross said. Yes. She said. Well, her too, yeah. 
with Robbie and Rochelle. Ross, and Ross. Ross is on uh, is on duty this morning because Rochelle is on kid duty. Exactly. With uh, Halloween tomorrow, we're talking about uh, something that makes you roll your eyes when you hear it. Now it could be a song. It's someone. Oh, that's yours, huh? No, this is someone said Michael Bolton. I happen to like Michael Bolton oh, okay. a lot. I mean, you sure is he cheesy? But this is a. For Scott Klaus, sent us a Facebook message. Ross said, you should play him some Michael Bolton just to ruin his day. So here you go. <laughs> I could hardly believe it when I heard the news today. All right, that, that's, that's enough of that. <laughs> I happen to like the Michael Bolton, though. Makes you roll your eyes when you hear it. Here's the one that I would pick. It's a song. I'm too sexy for my love. <laughs> uh-huh. Too sexy for my love. Love's going to leave. <laughs> I remember that music all video right. where they were all bald guys wearing the little tank tops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Turn it off for the love of God. All right, fine. Makes you roll your eyes every time you hear it. 732-774-4444 to call or text or get us on Facebook. I got one, uh, Debbie Boone, You Light Up My Life. Sadly, it was the biggest song of the year. Yeah. I was uh, in high school. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I said horrible scopes, not because I don't like the job that Uncle Ross does, but because it depresses me. <laughs> all right. And they, he didn't, eat, or she didn't even leave her sign. No, I think the idea is it's supposed to give you a, an outlook for the week, not depress you. But yeah, people or, that say like too many times, and that was like, you know, another one gets me is when people say literally. <laughs> I was literally dead. Yeah. No, you were not literally dead, or you'd be dead. Yeah, okay. Things that make you roll your eyes. Uh, this guy says um, this on the text connect. I drive a tow truck in Neptune, and I roll my eyes every time I'm trying to load a car on the side of the road, and people don't slow down. Oh. They go whizzing by me. I can hear it in my ear. It scares me every time to this day. Yeah, I can understand that. That's a little scary. Uh, makes me roll my eyes when people imply work from home is sitting on a beach. <laughs> they don't understand how this works. I think that was directed at me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Listen to this. Colleen and Tom's River goes when you're super busy and someone goes, hey, are we having fun yet? Oh, jeez. Uh, and then someone said, The View, listening to the women on The View with their opinions. Yeah. Karen says, Every time someone jokes about Taco Bell sending them the toilet, <laughs> I've never had once any desi- uh, digestive issues from eating there. So, Fine. Yeah. Yeah. How about every time someone goes, You okay, had a Taco Bell, man? <laughs> Everybody does hear the little dog. Yeah, when they come into the restaurant. We should have the dog be the dead guy in the envelope sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Poor dog. That would be something. You okay, had a Taco Bell, man? All right. Hillary says, when men call themselves alpha, <laughs> that makes her roll her eyes every time she hears it. Fine. I don't never heard anybody say that, but all right. Yeah. And Randy says the thing that uh, makes him roll his eyes is let's go around the room and share a fun fact about yourself. What are you in summer camp? <laughs> what is that? Makes you roll your eyes every well, time you hear it. Maybe it's like a meeting that you have at work, you oh. know, and. Quit. I mean, I can understand. That. Yeah, well, that's that's one option. <laughs> Go flip some hamburgers till you find something better because it's that's terrible. Make sure you roll your eyes every time you hear it. We'll keep it going on the text connect 732-774-4444 or on the Facebook page even after we conclude the broadcast. Thank you for your answers this morning. Let's go over to the uh, celebrity hotline. A bonus celebrity call today, and he comes bearing gifts. Ladies and gentlemen, there he is, a six foot seven Australian, Brad Blinks. Yeah. Good Brad. morning, buddy. Hey, Robbie, <laughs> Ross, Joe, oh, and and. Uh, I love Rochelle. I miss her. But uh, guys, I'm pumped to be on the on, on the air with you guys. How you doing? We're doing great. Man. So last night, about eight o'clock at night, I get a, a missed phone call, and I was like, "Who the heck is calling me eight o'clock?" And it's Brad, and ex girlfriend, ex girlfriend, Robbie. Well, I've got all of them blocked. Let me tell you, but I'm just about to call yeah. him back, and he he sends me some text messages with pictures and audio clips. You were out at the New Jersey Hall of Fame gala last night. 
Yeah, I was at NJ Pack, a, a, a beautiful spot, and uh, yeah, it was a big night. Some really huge inductees. Uh, it was fabulous. It was a yellow carpet, and I was standing there, and the first person that appeared in front of me is actually already a member of the New Jersey Hall of Fame. It was Gloria Gaynor, and I, I just didn't. I just had to sing to her, Robbie. Oh, my God. Well, let's hear a little bit of that, oh, a little I Will you? Survive. No. Gloria Gaynor, already a Hall of Fame legend of New Jersey. Here she is. Gloria, I'm Brad. How are you? Lovely to see you, darling. Um, first, I was afraid. I was petrified. And I could never live without you by my side. <laughs> I got all that love to give and all that love to, oh, my love love to give. To give. <laughs> oh, jeez. I will survive. What a song. It's just a beautiful song, isn't it? It still lights up the world. Does that make you proud every day? It makes me feel really, really good because I, I, every day I have purpose. This song is, has, shows the meaning and purpose for my life. Right. Uh, and uh, New Jersey, you just grew up around the corner here in Newark? Yes, I did, right up the street, and it's still a great place. It was then, it still is, and we can see, I think it's great that we're showing the wonderful people that come out of the state. Um, any final words of um, help for me to sing your great song? Don't quit your day job. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Man, she's a real pro because you screwed that up royally. <laughs> Yeah, I did, didn't I? Yes. yes. <laughs> That's part of the charm, Robbie. That's part of the charm. Yes, thank you. Well, the next guy that was walking the recovery comes straight from the broadcasting booth yeah. of the Jets-Giants game. Tiki Barber, he had his um, CBS jacket on too. He looked a uh, million dollars there, and uh, he appeared in front of me, uh, the great running back. Thank you, Baba. Better to have on a CBS jacket than an Odyssey jacket, let me tell you that. Yeah, really. Congratulations. Hey, now. I want to know the first call from your brother, Rondé, a Hall of Fame uh, legend himself, yes. when you, you told him that you're in the Jersey Hall of Fame. Yeah, he was proud of me. You know, it's just like I've kind of lived my life vicariously through his successes and achievements. He was yeah. just in the Hall of Fame, and he felt the same for me. And, you know, it's exciting. A very unique journey yeah, as it, identical it twins. So when you become a resident and you're running around the Meadowlands in those early days, dominating. Did you think this would happen? No, this is a nice... no, honestly, I wasn't even aware of it. Yeah, I mean, I know every state has all of fame, but I didn't think of it was as something that was attainable by me. I'm a Virginian by nature, yeah, right. so <laughs> it took me a long time to lose my Virginia roots and embrace the Northeast, and the people here have been the biggest thing. They've given me tons of opportunities and support and, mm. and lifted me when, when I've needed it. Do you really live next door to Snooki from uh, Jersey Shore? She's three houses away from me. We call her Nicole. Our kids actually do che a cheer together. Really? And so, yeah, Did we you, travel a lot with her. Do you, uh, like, drop off sugar or milk when she's short of groceries? <laughs> oh, During geez. the pandemic, when everybody was working remote, I was still doing my radio show right. remote, and we lost power. I don't have a generator. She does. And so I went up and did my show from her house. Oh, my great. God. Tiki Barber went over to Stookie's house and did his radio show. This is a great New Jersey moment. It is. It was a fantastic one. We talked to They got a lot of uh, fodder for a couple of months. Well done. Well, you're a great New Jerseyan. Well done, mate. You know what's funny about that is he's from Virginia originally. It makes it sound like he's, he's in a... Oh, they've embraced me. It's like you're four states up. You know, you yeah. didn't move to Switzerland yeah. or something. <laughs> I don't know about that, but... All right, who else you got here, Blanksy? Oh, we got David Chase, the creator of The oh. Sopranos. All right, let's hear wow. a little bit of that. David Chase, why do you love the state so much? Well, I grew up here, and it opened my whole imagination to the world, you know. This is where it happened, and, you know, it's such a diverse place, not only humanly, but diverse geographically. Yeah. For example, the Pine Barrens. Pine Barrens, the shore, the river, the, you know, it was really deep woods when I was a child. 
When you were writing The Sopranos, did you know you'd be leaning on the state of New Jersey so much as you were crafting it at the very beginning? Yes. I remember talking to Dick Wolf. I'm sure you've heard anything. You're going to shoot in New Jersey? And I said, yeah. He said, what for? Uh, everybody said that. Actually, every production company that we pitched it to said, shoot in New Jersey, that's expensive, except for HBO. Gandolfini loves shooting here? As far as I know, yeah. Can you remember when he first walked in the room with you, when you two... That's a long story. He walked out in the middle. It turned into magic, and uh, you're a legend. Congratulations. Thank you very much. I like how David Chase is like, I don't have time for this, that's it. We yeah, go. I don't know. <laughs> I tell you what, I lived up there. I lived in uh, West Caldwell at the time when they were shooting that, and it never ended. Every 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 day, you'd you'd see them shooting someplace else. It was all over. They they were they were unbelievable at the time when they were doing that. Man, they were everywhere. Wow. Well, I, I caught up with a guy, uh, a guy called Gary Caffett. He's a, an executive of the New Jersey Hall of Fame, and of course, mm-hmm. guys, we we live amidst a legend in yeah. Joe Nolan. No question. So I had to get the pitch in to one of the executives for one day uh, for Joe to be in the New Jersey Hall of Fame. Well, I'm glad that you did this, Brad. Let's see what happened. Gary Tefford. You're not even going to Gary Tefford here. Gary, explain your role here in the New Jersey Hall of Fame. Brad, I'm a proud board member and a proud supporter in Jersey Hall of Fame. How does one get into the New Jersey Hall of Fame? You achieve success in any number of ways. It can be philanthropy. It can be the arts. It can be athletics. I mean, how do you go out and you achieve a lifetime of accomplishment? of success of just being jersey proud how would i get joe nolan into the new jersey hall of fame what do i have to do have him join bruce springsteen and john bon jovi maybe throw a few touchdowns the jets and giants could use backup quarterbacks and then maybe we can get joe nolan in but he is a legend i love joe nolan listen to him every morning he's a great storyteller joe we've still got time we're gonna get you in there as long as he keeps saying jets first down and ruckers First down. Joe Nolan, you got a catchphrase. Joe Nolan. We're going to get there eventually. If we keep doing this for like another hundred years. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Yeah, that's great. That doesn't sound right at all. No. No. No, No, that's great. What's his name? Gary Tefford. At least you're on the radar now. You're on the radar. That's right. You're on the radar. No, oh, there's no doubt about that. Yeah, that's a great job out of you, Brett. Thank you. Yeah, so don't, don't write a nasty note to him now. Yeah, that oh, no. Like, no, no. <laughs> After that interview. He's a big listener of the boss, too. Gary Tafford and his wife, Cynthia, love the boss, so oh. they'll be listening. Well, that's great, Gary. <laughs> now say something nice, Joe. <laughs> oh, I like the guy even more that he doesn't want Joe in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. Now, you know, we didn't play the clip here of uh, Tony Orlando, but I'll tell you what I'll do. You spoke to Tony Orlando. I'll put that on the podcast, so we get a little bonus material on the Robbie cool. Rochelle podcast, all right? Perfect. Great stuff. Wow. Thanks, 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 Tony, Robbie. What do you call thanks, it? Joe. All right. Tony Orlando Tony is talking to you again. That's good. Yeah, that's a big deal. Yes, yes, Ever yes. since the incident, yeah. Yeah, that incident, yeah, it was wild. It involved <laughs> Vegas dancing girls. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Brad, we love you, man. Thanks for checking in. It's always great to hear from you. I think you were there too, Nolan. <laughs> what, 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 what? He said you were there for the Tony Orlando thing. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, you know I was. Yeah, of course I was. Yeah. All right. I'm getting Eddie. Yeah, we should. Yeah, let's just leave it that way. Let it. Let it it go. Okay. (laughs) Bye, Brad. Bye, Robbie. See you, Rob. All right. There he goes. The six foot seven Australian, Brad Blanks. Yeah, I've heard that. I was not there, but I've heard the story about you 
Tony Orlando and Blank. So we'll, uh, uh, we'll, we'll leave it there. We'll put the extra audio of Tony Orlando last night, New Jersey Hall of but Fame. That's good. We're moving forward. Tony, yeah. or, Tony Orlando may not even remember, actually, to be honest with well, you. Well, that was. Oh, the memories gosh. are buried deep within his mustache, I'm sure. Oh, the history <laughs> that I have with that traffic guy. with Joe Nolan. You and Tony Orlando. No, no, with Brad Blank. Oh, all right. It's like Marley and me. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I got Tony Orlando here, legend. How are you, mate? Thank you. I'm being inducted into this incredible hall, yeah. along with people that I've admired so many years, like Bruce and yeah. and Frankie Valli and Whitney Houston, and Clive Davis has inducted me tonight. It's a big night for me. you remember, like, 1976, when you were bursting out of the television sets around America? I do remember it like yesterday. Actually, I can even remember further back than that. I remember 1961, coming to my home in Union City, New Jersey, and playing my mother my first hit record which was Halfway to Paradise which was written by the way by the great Carol King and it was her first hit and my first hit. Wow. What did your mother say? She said, I think you got something here, boy. I think you're going to do good. Your Vegas days. You were a legend there. Like you, I still headline in Vegas. It's my 54th year there. Underwear get thrown on Thank stage. You. It continues on. Some underwear really gets thrown. Well, it's 64 years in show business, so whatever comes, comes. Now, well done, Tony. Thank yeah, you, my friend. Fun. God yeah, bless yeah, you. Thank you. Got a couple more answers. Are he said, Ross said, 732-774-4444 is a text connector to Facebook. Makes you roll your eyes every time you hear it. Got one from uh, listener Diane, who says, uh, "My best friend always says I seen instead of I saw." Oh, that would that would tick me off too. That's like nails in a chalkboard. I'm a grammar idiot, and even I don't have to correct myself with that. I tell you what, I seen. It's what I saw. Yeah. yeah, really. So that gets her a goat a little bit. All right. Anthony says, when people call themselves an influencer or content creator, <laughs> get a real job, yeah. he says. <laughs> I, although those people do, the ones that are successful make some big bucks on uh, YouTube and such. Oh, yeah. Rachel says, someone revving their engine. I have to bite my tongue every time to also not yell out, what a cool guy. <laughs> yeah, what a cool guy. Look at you. Yeah. In your little sports car. All right. And, uh... Text from uh, 3512, people telling my wife that we need to have kids. No, we don't. No, we don't. (laughs) All right, we'll keep the text connect open here. I wasn't watching football yesterday, but Ross was watching uh, Busty Redheads Part 3, Sorority Edition. Well, yeah. (laughs) What can I tell you? Family entertainment at the Britain household. Yeah. Well, you'll be back tomorrow because Rochelle is going to do some stuff uh, remotely. It's funny. We were talking earlier about uh, things make you roll your eyes. And I said people that work from home. (laughs) So we've got her work because she's babysitting. Well, babysitting. She's momming. So we didn't have to get a babysitter. And she's taking it's her year with her. Her ex gets them every other year. So she's got Halloween. So she didn't want to miss that. So she's. That'll be fun for her. She got all day kids. And they get the day off for Halloween. They have a parade, I guess. And then that's it. They just go in in the morning. Then they leave. There's no classes tomorrow. What a racket that is today, these kids. I mean, I was doing like 12-hour school days, walking through snow and sleet and then writing my name over and over again on the chalkboard. But anyway, the kids are yeah. So Rochelle will check in a couple of times tomorrow, but that's the deal. Ross, hopefully he's back if he doesn't get jury duty. Well, yeah. He's, I've got to check in. Well, i got to watch a video, and then i got to check in later. So keep, keep my fingers. Just tell him. Uh, I'll give you a call at 535. Can you be fair and balanced? Absolutely not. I see a guy, and I'm like, that son of a bitch is guilty. <laughs> Lock him up. <laughs> okay, fine. And then they'll never put you on the jury. You'll be fine. Yeah, that's not going to happen. You're but. welcome. <laughs> All right, we are back tomorrow one way or another. Tuesday morning after 6 a.m. We'll do, uh, I think we're doing a food file tomorrow, which makes sense. We'll have some candy in there for Halloween. Uh, we'll do a he said, she said, Ross said, Joe said at uh, 7.50, Fast Five, birthdays. Uh, you'll have horrible scopes. You'll you'll uh, pipe in and do those before. If you have to go to court, you'll do it for us down the line. That's right. Okay, good. 
And we'll have uh, passes tomorrow. I can't tell you who the tickets are for. Today we hit Smithereens. Oh. Tomorrow we're doing a backwards oldie Halloween edition at 710. Cool. And the concert has not been announced yet. We're going to have an announcement in about 15 oh. minutes here. Wow, that's from, uh, great. Ticketmaster Live Nation. And we've already got tickets to give away. We've been told we're going to get to give them away, but they're announcing this tour in about 15 minutes. So oh. M- Michelle is coming up and she'll tell you all about that. But then we'll have tickets to give you 710 tomorrow morning once, cool. the, once the ticket people make the announcement this morning. She will also have the business of the day. She'll have uh, dinner or lunch out, gift cards to the cabin, and freehold. Remember we went there for the Christmas party last year? Yes, that was a great place. It is good. Phil Collins, Pat Benatar, Black Crows, Elton John all coming up. Have a great day.